Good morning and welcome to Tammy for a Change. This morning I'm honored to have Javon Matharu. Did I say your name right? Yeah. All right. Welcome to Tammy for a Change. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks to you, Tammy. Thanks uh, for having me on. Yes, thanks for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you. You are an author, intellectual, transformational coach. Um, I'm most excited about you ask the question, what's the value and becoming a person of value? Can you talk to me a little? Well, just introduce yourself to the listeners. Okay, so so as you said, yeah, um, you know, I'm a, I'm an author and a transformational coach, and um, so just a bit uh, about myself and and how sort of I help clients to to move forward. One of the main things that holds people back is their mentality. You know, are they optimistic enough? Do they have the strategic awareness to sort of plan out where they need to be in five, ten years time? Are they looking at things correctly? So what I came to, to realise is that most people sort of chase money. Yeah. So they're like, well, I want to be rich, you know, whether it's through gambling or whether it's through doing a, um, one move, essentially, that's going to change their life. But if you look at things from a, a pragmatic approach, most of the time people actually become successful off the back of having something that's valuable. So if we look at Amazon as an example, just because obviously they're quite a big company. The reason that they're worth so much is because they get a product at a reasonable price to your home within 24 hours, okay? So what the, the book is essentially there for, as you said, it's, be called, it's called Become a Person of Value, is to say, look, if you want to be successful, whichever industry or, 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 or venture that's in, you need to be someone who can create and provide value. And that all starts with you. Does that make sense so far, Tommy? Absolutely. So what the, the book breaks down is uh, 25, 30 chapters that are all aligned to ensure that you become a person of value or the best person that you can be. So that's how to set goals correctly, how to um, have the right op optimistic attitude, how to motivate yourself, because a lot of the time we're not motivated. So we need to understand how we motivate ourselves, how to understand your own psychology, how to negotiate um, self-improvement on, on, a, on a general basis, the spirituality side, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's sort of broken down into all of those avenues to help ensure that everyone understands what you need to be the best version of yourself. I mean, if you look at a tree as an example, Tammy, they tr trees tend to grow as high and as strong as they can they can go whereas humans don't tend to do that humans you smoke you drink you um self-sabotage to an extent and in order to become your best self and, and be happiest you need to be doing what you're meant to be doing in terms of what's your skill set what you're passionate about and, and maybe marrying those up i think icky guy is a, a phrase that's sort of thrown around and, and yeah that's really where where things are and obviously the coaching is really off the back of that and helping individuals to to improve their life moving forward i've got a second book coming out as well but i'm sure we'll come on to that what is your first book called um, my first book's called uh, Become a Person of Value, as I've mentioned. Okay, that is your first book. That's yeah, first I saw one. that one, and I wasn't sure that was the first one. Yeah, What's so that's your already, book that's coming out? So the, the first one's already out on sale on Amazon. Um, 
UK-based, America-based, whichever. The second book is actually a lot more interactive, so I'm quite excited about the second book. Most of the time, it's all about the questions you ask. So we'll use you in a live example, Tammy. You've got a podcast now. I don't know how many episodes you are in deep. But people, let's say you wanted to grow your podcast, okay? That's such a broad question that we need to have subsequent questions that are going to help to provide a bit of clarity. So let's say that you've got, and again, I'm just plucking figures out of the air here just so it makes sense. Let's say you've got 100 listeners, okay, and you want to turn that into 10,000 listeners. The question is, well, how can you reach 10,000 listeners versus the 100? What's that going to look like in terms of revenue? If you were to, to get 10,000 listeners and that's come off the back of more episodes, more guests, how are you going to manage the time to incorporate all of those guests and the editing? Do you need to bring on someone else to be employed to help you with the back office stuff? What guests do you feel you can bring on to actually have that reach? What demographic of clientele are you looking for in terms of who's listening to your podcast? So these questions are all really helpful to help you to specify what you're after right same goes for people's lives as well yeah so where do you want to be in five years time are you in the correct career that sort of motivates you and that will remunerate you in the way that's that, that you that you want um are you living in the right location what personality type are you are you introvert extrovert open closed um etc so it's, it's a book that has a question a day along those lines um, of the questions I've mentioned so far with some space to write down your answers. So if we say, look, where do you want to be in five years time? There'll be a, a page to, to write down where you want to be in five years time. Then there'll be a guidance section to explain, well, have you thought about this, 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 and this? And then there'll be a second page to maybe amend your answer or to look at maybe a more structured plan of action in order to get there. There's one of those every day for the full for the full year. So I'm quite excited about that one because for I everyone, think there's so much power in writing things down. I believe in that so so deeply. Um, I remember I, I did a book a long time ago, an interactive book. It was called Take Time for Your Life. Okay. And very powerful in just making those lists of things that you want in your life. And even more so, um, I've made vision boards. I don't know if you have your um, list or your readers do vision boards or when you're doing transformational coaching, but that's another huge, just putting that vision in front of your face every day and seeing those are the things that you focus on. I believe deeply that when you focus on something, it becomes a reality in your life. Absolutely. You fit quite a few nails on the head there I think <laughs> that's good I mean a good way to to try and explain that in a, in a metaphorical um, way that can really resonate with with, with listeners is that if you look at your house so you're, you're in a house at the moment or whether when you're in the, your office or or any other building that you can care to mention the way that that building was manifested was through the mind of the architect first the architect sat down he, he, he sort of imagined this building He's designed it. He's passed it over to um, the builders. They've then subsequently built the building and it's decorated and here you are. As with any other idea, it works on the same, the same vein. Amazon had to be thought up in the mind of Jeff Bezos before he designed it. It didn't just come into fruition. 
So your life is no different. You need to design where you want to be. What what's so 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 if, for example, a lot of people want you know well-paid job, a nice spouse. What does that mean specifically? What are you after from a spouse? What are you looking for in terms of hair color, height, um, interests, personality, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's all about trying to to sort of marry that up with your expectation so that you know what you're looking for. If you don't know what you're looking for, then it's very difficult, isn't it, to to try. Right. And- Yes, absolutely. I understand. I, I think, you know, that is so true that sometimes people will say, oh, I just want, uh, you know, I want them to be tall, dark and handsome or whatever. And that's doesn't say anything about his personality that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And same goes for a job, you know, well, I want a well paying job. Well, you might get a well paying job that you hate every minute of. And now what kind of life have you really created for yourself? You're with a tall, dark, and handsome guy that treats you poorly, and you're at a job that makes you a lot of money that you're miserable at. I mean, yeah, I get it. You need to define those things, break them down into smaller, smaller, more important increments. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be, uh, you've got to have specificity. So if you said to me, Tommy, look, um, I want some more money, and I gave you a five, five pence piece or a pound or a dollar, you look at me thinking, well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but that's you didn't specify what right. that money was so it's very much like that you know people as you said with the talk dark and handsome you know you found the guy but you say well actually this isn't what i was after <laughs> but that may help you to look at well what was i after right so, right. so relationships ending or, or career changes or job sackings or you're finding a new role sometimes they can work in your favor because you then say well i know what i liked about the previous job or person I now know look what I'm looking for moving forward and how can how can they marry up? I mean, just a, a side point on that, just so I don't forget. A lot of people look at the negative, what they don't want. So sure. if I'm gonna say to you, Tammy, don't think of elephants. Yeah. <laughs> you automatically think of elephants. Right. And I know that, you know, even if it just flashes into your subconscious mind, you will automatically think of elephants. It's just human nature. So if people were to say to themselves, look, I don't want to be single, I don't want to be fat, etc. Yeah, they aren't really programming their subconscious to work at the optimum level. They're actually sub- because you don't hear the word don't you, your mind doesn't hear that. So they will continue to be single, they will continue to, you know, put on weight, etc. Oh, you're definitely speaking my language. Yeah. I, I totally understand. And yet, that's, that's my, my whole philosophy is, that what you focus on, you will see more of, you know, hold out your hand and put your thumb up in the air. Now, what do you see? And people say, I see my thumb. But what about the tree? What about the grass? What about the sky? You're focusing on what, what you focus on, you will see. And that's what you'll get. You'll bring into your life more of it. Yeah. I mean, the prime example of that is that, you know, when you've got a new car, you see that yes. car everywhere. Yeah. You didn't before, you didn't notice it, but you see right. it everywhere. I mean, dogs are the same, you know, I've got a boxer. And before that, I didn't really see too many boxers about. But now, once you've got that focus, as you've said, and your mind's used to it, you see it everywhere. Right. And, you know, coming back to the to the, the positive-based approach, instead of saying, it's all about your language uh, and the language that you use. Instead of saying, I don't want to be single, why not say, I want a relationship? Yes. I mean, they mean the same thing, but they don't mean the same thing, if, yes. if that makes sense. It's very different. Um, you know, instead of saying, I want to, to lose weight, why not say, I want to become fit, athletic, and healthy? 
Again, yeah. they don't mean the same thing, but they actually, they sorry, they do mean the same thing, but they don't. Absolutely. So language is very, very important. And, you know, the word spelling for me is quite an interesting one because you are setting a spell, you know, your words are very, very powerful and how you speak about others and, and you speak to yourself will determine what you get out of out of things um you know if you see yourself as someone who's a, a winner and gets things done you're more inclined to do that if you see yourself as a loser who fails at everything they do not that failure is a bad thing but we'll probably come on to that at some point that's what you will get and you know you, you're absolutely right what you focus on you will notice more and there's a good book isn't it you as a man thinketh james allen i think it is um, which is really, really good at, at sort of pointing that out, really. So, yeah. Yes, I, I completely agree. I'm going to get into some of the questions that I try to ask all of my listeners. Okay. Um, one is, how do you lift others? Obviously, you've already answered that with being a transformational coach and helping people to focus on the right things. Um, but how do you lift yourself? We rise by lifting others, but how do you lift yourself up? Um, okay, so for me, there's, there's probably two two ways um, that I try to lift myself, well, two or three ways that I try to lift myself up. Um, so the first is through optimism. Yes. There's always something good to come from everything. You know, you might not believe that's the case, but I mean, let's take something that's happened to everyone in the world of late, and that's the COVID situation. Although there's been a lot of negatives, and, and yes, you know, that's a given, there's also been many positives for people. You know, they can now work from home and spend time with their kids and their dog and their cat. And, and they're, they're, they're saving money because they're spending less going to and from work. They've got more time. So, so there's always going to be positives to, to, to look at. And it's very difficult to train your mind to look at those positives. So as an example, you know, let's say your car breaks down on your drive. OK, not a good situation. You, you know, at the end of the day, your car's broken down. But couldn't it be worse? Could it not be that you, that same day, you drove, let's say you drove three, 400 miles away from home, you were going somewhere and your car broke down there. When you're on your own, it was raining outside. You had to wait five hours for the delivery guy, uh, not delivery guy, for the recovery guy to come out to you and, and take you back home. So it could always be worse. Things could always be worse. And, you know, on the flip side, things could always be better as well. Right. But you have to have that mindset of, well, what good could come from this? You know, if you've lost a job, does that give me a chance to start my own business? If this relationship's ended, does it give me a chance to find the person that I really want to be with? Um, so once you focus on the positive, it really gives you a new lease of life. So that's that's the first one. Absolutely. Second is faith. So for me, you know, I always have faith that things will work out OK in the end. Now, it's very similar to optimism in some regard, but but faith is is for me prior to acting. Optimism is when things are happening, you, you're optimistic that it will work out for faith. You know, unless you have the faith that something will work out why would you even start it you know if you didn't have the faith that your relationship would work out why even enter into that relationship right or start a business or whatever else so the the reason that faith is important is that if you don't believe something's work going to work out you probably wouldn't start it and that's where people don't start that business or don't enter into that relationship because they well i can't see it going anywhere what's the point <laughs> and 10 yeah. years down the road They've not done anything because they can't see the, um, you know, they can't see beyond the nose and the face. Yes. 
And that's a really bad character trait. Jim Rohn best said it once, where he says, you don't want to be the pers- type of personality where there's the most beautiful view out the window, absolutely, you know, 10 out of 10 view. And you don't want to be the guy who claims about the, uh, or, or complains about the specs on the window. Because you're looking at the, the you know, the back, you've got the most beautiful view and you, you're complained about the, we're complaining about the specs on the window. Yeah, I yeah. love that. So that's a rich, that's really resonated with me um, for, for some time now. Um, and the third and final one is affirmations. Um, because I think the way that you speak to yourself determines your behavior. You know, if you go to, to battle or to war and you think see yourself as a champion and, you know, you're going to inflict some pain on someone, you know, you're more likely to act more aggressively. If you go into the, to, to the situation thinking, oh, he's, he's a big guy, isn't he? You know, I'm a bit, bit scared. You're probably going to lose because the <laughs> battle is won before you enter the battle. Coming right. back to what you said before, where you have to think about something first. You have to visualise victory and success first. If you're visualising, you know, the pain of getting hit in the face or getting kicked in the face, you know, you're probably not going to be in the right mind frame to to, to come out victorious. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's those three things together that really harness your 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 strength. And for, for those sceptics out there that are listening, thinking, well, that sounds pretty simple. I mean, give it a try for a week. Yeah. Try to look at the positives that come out of or, or, or anything bad that happens to you. Try and think, well, is there a positive that's going to come from this? It might take you 10 minutes, it might take you 20 minutes, but there's going to be one. There's, there's definitely going to be one. Um, at least optimism again why not look at instead of what the worst thing that could happen if you start this business or oh, i could lose 10 20 000, what could be the upside could you make yes. hundred thousand in a year could you make two hundred thousand in a year and it if may not so, be that huge it may be something yeah. smaller i mean we we started a cafe and it and we are now selling you know want to sell our cafe but what happened in the time that it was open is we created beautiful friendships. We had our, our regulars would, you know, I could call them today and they would come to my, you know, be with me for anything. If I had something bad happen in my life or whatever, um, my daughter and I, our relationship is closer than it's ever been all because we started the cafe. So, I mean, it may be something that just enriches your life that you would not you otherwise may have missed because you're saying well my business is i'm selling my business yeah absolutely and i think that as you as you've rightly said there you you know you made the leap of faith to start this business and not only what you expected to happen has happened you know you're now in a position to sell the business all this other positive stuff happens around it you know your friends and your friendship circles and as you said the bonds with with your daughter and, and 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 those other sort of customers and, and, and colleagues has strengthened because that all com- forms part of doing the right thing and also when you enrich your own life you enrich the lives of everyone else around absolutely. you absolutely so you know you have to lift people up um as well um again denzel washington said something along the lines of take a step up and then lift someone else up with you and take a step up and try and lift someone else up along with you because you do influence everyone you're in contact with i mean if you start a business and you're making again we're just going to keep the math simple let's say a hundred thousand just so it's a nice round figure yes you may be making a hundred thousand but you might also be employing five of your friends that you're paying twenty thousand yes to to run and and to create that hundred thousand so you know you're helping five families to feed their kids you're helping five families to you know get 
may have another child and, and run their car, etc. So right. you know, there, there's also always an impact that you're having. And, you know, at the end of the day, you want to try and make that impact as positive as possible for as long as possible, as opposed Absolutely. to negative and, and regular. Yeah, so. You've thrown out a lot of quotes, which I love quotes. I'm a quote girl. Um, um, one of my favorites is comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah. What we, is what are some of the strategies that you use, Ron, to um, keep yourself from comparing yourself to others? Um, so just want to talk about the, um, the thief of joy thing. I've got a quote that's similar to that as well is that when you smile at the person who's robbed you, it steals something from them because you just because you said thief. So so sometimes when you're treated badly, the best thing you can do is to, to smile and um, compliment the person. They don't know what to do. If someone's swearing at you and you say, oh, I love you too, a lot of the time they're, they're stood there like, well, you're not going <laughs> to you know, have a go at me or um, or, 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 or retaliate in, in some respect. I mean, bullies are the prime example of this. Yeah, you know, bullies work off the basis of retaliation. If you are being positive, then they don't know what to do because they can only really respond with something positive or not at all. Um, so, so yeah, sometimes it's good to yeah just smile at those who rob you in, in some respects. But yeah, just coming back to your question. So if you can just repeat that, it's something about comparing myself to others. I think it was. Yeah, what are the strategies you use to not compare yourself to others? Because I think that's a problem right now in the world that where people, you know, we're on social media and, oh, look, her life looks better than mine or his life is so great. And I think it's important for us to not let comparison steal our joy. So what are some of the strategies you use to keep that from happening in your life? Well, as you said earlier, or oh, well, no, earlier, about a minute ago, you're a quote girl. Um, I'm, I'm a quote boy as well, where... When I hear a quote, it really resonates with me and it, it sort of pops up when I think about things. Yes. So Jordan Peterson has a good quote where don't compare yourself to someone else today, compare yourself to who you were yesterday. So yes. I think that's one that I try to incorporate where if I'm getting better every day by, you know, the, people talk about the 1% thing. 1% a day is not as easy as it sounds because 1% on 1% actually comes to quite a large figure. But if you right. can better every day and learn something, that's a positive trajectory. You are only competing against yourself. When And, you know, the, the, the best way to, to understand that is if you're going, let's say you're running a marathon with, with a group of friends. After about 20 miles on a marathon, the marathon changes, it gets much more difficult to, to finish the race. You're not really bothered at that point who's around you. You're, you're competing with yourself. And that's what happens in life as well. You know, you're only really competing with yourself. You're not competing with others. And, you know, it's quite important to not compare yourself with others too much because they have got different cards dealt than you have. So uh, using podcast example, Joe Rogan, has obviously got a very successful podcast okay whether it's going downhill or not that's something to that's a separate conversation the reason he his podcast was so successful early on is because his the cards that he had available to him he played well you know he was a comedian first so he had on his phone all of these comedians that were on tour with him and obviously people that were in and around that um that as well he was then a ufc um commentator so he knew all the fighters and the promoters and stuff that he could literally go through his phone 
and say, oh, do you fancy coming on this podcast? He's already got that network and that's why the podcast was so successful. And then when a few big names come on, you know, that network grows and grows and he gets more and more big names. If I was to start a podcast today, it's very different to the cards that Joe Rogan had when he started to, to what I've got. So the trajectory is not the same. There's no point in me starting my podcast today, comparing myself to Joe Rogan, because we're on different paths. So right. if I look at where I am, excuse me, where I need to be in two, three, five years time and how to get there. So in five years time, if I want, you know, a million subscribers, how does that break down? How much, how much content do I need to be putting forward? How many, uh, how many uh, guests do I need to have on? What sort of size guests do I need to have on? Because obviously when you start off, you're not going to get the biggest guests on your first podcast, you know, unless you've got the network there. Right. How can I build a big enough following to then be able to invite a big guest on later on that's going to, you know, explode my podcast, maybe send it viral due to some of the questions I was asking, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's one of the things that I tried to, to remember off the back of the Jordan Peterson thing. You can pay yourself to who you were yesterday rather than someone else today. The second person that really sums this up pretty well is Michael Jordan, obviously the basketball player. People asked him, well, how are you the best? And he says, the reason I'm the best is because I compare my... I, I work on myself only. I, I shoot hundreds and thousands of hoops every day and work on improving myself, getting myself faster, stronger, um, jump higher, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Other people compare themselves to me. Oh, what's Michael doing? You know, how, how come he's doing all of these things? If you just focus on utilising your time and your resources to the best of their ability, and, and yes, look, sometimes you do have to compare and not to necessarily compare but to see where you're at in terms of the overall position. Right. So let's say that you're a football player and you're, a, you're you know, you're, you're part of a football team and you're 10th and obviously you're going for first. The main thing you want to do is improve your training, your fitness, the, you know, the goals you score, defending, etc. After a four or five weeks though, and it's been going well, you do need to see where you're at, but you shouldn't be doing that as a, general rule so every day oh where are we in, in relation to everyone else because what that does is it takes your focus away from the self-improvement yeah? yeah because you're always looking at well what are they doing what are they doing i mean instagram's terrible for that um instagram's really really messed up quite a lot of people in our generation well in in the, the younger generation should we say um, yeah they are always comparing each other to oh well they're driving a Ferrari and living in Italy. I'm living <laughs> with my mum still. Um, but, you know, having said that, a lot of the time, Instagram is fake life, you know? Yes, and exactly. Uh, and those people are very, very unhappy, as you said earlier. You know, might make a lot of money, but, you know, you're soul-destroying. Um, well, and they aren't, they aren't portraying their worst day. Nobody's yeah. doing that, you know? They're, they're portraying their best day, their best look, their best <laughs> assets. Yeah, they're, they're not saying here's here's me with my flat tire in the driveway yesterday with no hair, no make or no makeup and my hair, you know, not done. Yeah. I mean, a good way to to, to think of that as well is, is gambling. You know, you, you everyone knows someone who gambles and they'll always tell you about oh, I won fifteen hundred pounds this week. But they'll never tell you about the losses they've had over the past 50, 51 weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And they'll tell you about that one, the, the, the one. And then you think, oh, you know, this gambling stuff might be might be all right but obviously as you said people only really tell you about their successes and try not to tell you about their failures um so so yeah i think that's a definitely a, a gambling syndrome that is 
Absolutely. About your, your wins, and as you said, I think that's a good way to, to put it. What you said, people only show you their best stuff, and 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 not when they get out of bed in the morning with a numb arm that they've been lying on, and no makeup <laughs> on, and or, or last night's makeup or hair. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you saw my hair in the morning when I got out of bed, it tell you what, it be it wouldn't be it wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the reasons I started Tammy for a change is because I wanted to put more good into the world, more compassion and joy and love and generosity. And one of the ways that we, you know, I feel like we can do that. Anybody can do that is with random acts of kindness. When was, what was the last random act of kindness you did for yourself? And when is the last random act of kindness you did for somebody else? And what was it? Um, I think random act of kindness to myself is not to, to, to be too harsh on myself. Um, I think yeah. that's probably the best thing to do. And also try and do things that are going to benefit you. I mean, if you every day are eating a good healthy diet and and, and not drinking too much alcohol or smoking cigarettes, etc., that's being really, really good to yourself, isn't it? Um, yes. As opposed to, if you look at a lot of people's actions every day, they are watching four hours of Netflix. They are, they are drinking, let's say, six cans of lager a day smoking 20 cigarettes, not exercising, they are gambling $10 a day. Those habits over a five-year period are not going to put you in a, a good position. On the flip side, if you're eating fruit, vegetables, lean meat every day, and you're exercising, you know, you, 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 you're making money through business or you're making connections, etc. the five-year trajectory for that person is going to be very, very different. And it's going to be so different, in fact, that the other person is probably never going to catch up. So I try to treat myself well and, and, and be kind to myself by keeping to a, a half decent routine um, that, that should put me in good stead moving right. forward. But, you know, it's not always the case. You know, you can do all the right things. And I've seen it firsthand where people are very, very healthy and they get cancer, you know, whereas people who smoke, EastEnders, for example, in the UK, not that I watch it, but one of the ladies on there, Doc Cotton, can't remember the name of her real, uh, her real non-acting name. Um, she smoked like 20, 30 cigarettes a day and died at like a, almost 100. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's you, you know, it's not always the case of, you know, you, you stick to this regime and, and, and everything's going to work out um, rosy. Um, but on the flip side, you know, if you do bad things, you know, sometimes good things can come from it. I and, mean, you know, we've talked about that before. Um, there's been stories where, you know, beggars on the street have been speaking to someone who's come to them and, you know, they've given them a job and, and things have turned out okay for them. Right. So you've got to have that optimism. Um, in terms of kindness, it's it's difficult to, to, to sort of pick one out because I'd always try and, you know, give lifts to people if, if they need them and check in with people and, 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 you know, for people who aren't maybe as well off, you know, maybe pay for their food and stuff. Yes. The reason that I think it's quite difficult is I'm not one of those people who will brand it all over everywhere. I don't know if you see those people on LinkedIn who are terrible for it. Right. Where they take a selfie with a guy on the street and said, oh, I gave him five pounds. And I'm thinking, well, the whole point in an act of kindness is it's that it's meant to be anonymous. It's, it's, it's anonymous. You're meant to do it from the goodness of your heart, not for the the the, the clout of it. Right. To Absolutely. So, you know, I said I was thinking, well, if you wanted to be to be to really be a nice guy, instead of taking a photo with him, you, number one is don't you think it's embarrassing for him to be on there saying that 
Oh, yes. That makes sense. Good, so, very good point. So think about it from that perspective. That's that's not nice. Two, why not actually put him up somewhere for, for a bit rather than doing it for and doing a whole paragraph saying, oh, it feels really good. You know, you've done that for yourself. You've not done that for, for that. Exactly. For that yeah, do it for the right reasons. And don't be keeping score. I think that's a great, a great um, point to make. Um, what do, what do you think? What does Javon think the world needs more of right now? You have to pick one thing. You can't give me a list. Um, to, to reduce selfishness. Very nice. You look at people are willing to... So, so to, to again, to use another quote, Gary V says, either you want to build the biggest house in time or you want to burn someone else's down to make yours the biggest house in town. So, you know, you can either make the biggest building or burn all the other ones down and yours is the only one standing. Yeah, so it's it's by default the largest building. Great. I, think I, like what, that. I think what a lot of people tend to do is they will make people's life, life difficult or, or hope that they don't succeed or go out of the way even friends and you know friends and family can do this sabotage people to ensure that they're not going to become a success that's very very selfish i think if you give and as you said you know you started the podcast the reason of bringing more positivity to, to the world sometimes you don't get people will think about money though short term and it's part of the nature of where the world's going at this point but to actually build long-term success and just to bring it back to success because that's a lot of the time what resonates with people if you give stuff out for free education um i mean drug dealers are, are great for this just as an aside i heard once and i thought that's pretty pretty um pretty a good way to look at it drug dealers give you the first one free because then they show you the quality of whatever product they've got or whatever it is and then you come back and, and then they get the income off you that way right it's the same you know if you're giving out free information and you're helping people turn their business from ten thousand to a hundred thousand in a year do you not think that over the long term that will be remunerated back to you in some shape or form you might not see how that's going to be the case right but you might get on a be a guest on a podcast and off the back of that you know you get the option to talk places and, and become a consultant that way so the selfishness side doesn't allow people to really sh- spread their own gift you know compassion and you know show some empathy and actually giving people stuff for free saying do you know what if you did that you know you'd make not that i don't want nothing for it but just do it and actually if you become a guy who is known for that honestly your life will improve massively yeah exactly. rather than i'm not going to tell you because i want something for it first give everything away free you don't need to um you don't need to try and be sort of tight about the information and stuff because it's actually count, it's counterintuitive. It actually works better when things are sometimes given away for free. Um, it yep. entices people. You know, if you want to look at it from a business perspective, Absolutely. you know, you entice people and then you can you know, make the sale off the back of that. But in a more humanistic way, it's just a good thing and right thing to do. Yes, Absolutely. So I normally ask what you're doing to be the change you wish to see in the world, but I believe through your books, through being a transformational coach, just the value that you're adding to this world, you're already doing that. Um, so I just want to acknowledge you for that. Thank Is you. There's something, Javon, that we haven't talked about that you would like to add? Um, I think just if you go back to your final question, you know, what would be the one thing? 
to change. I, I, I just believe that if everyone, if, if you become a better person, just you, the world is a better place. Absolutely. That's a so great thing to say. That's yeah. the first thing. Because if you, let's, let's say that you are a, you know, a sloth and you sit in front of the TV and, and eat rubbish, as I said, if you just made the change in your own life to become someone who's fitter, healthier, and then off the back of that, you know, you're probably going to have more energy and do better at work, in which case you'll get paid more, et cetera, et cetera. Your life will improve, but also those around you will improve. Your kids might actually want to speak with you more because, you know, you, you look in a better shape. You, you're bringing in more money. You'll be able to buy them more things. Not that, you know, I'm not materialistic by all means, but let's just put that as a thing because obviously kids do like that sort of stuff. And you can spend more time with the kids, which then you know, they're in a better mood. They have better relationships with their friends. You know, they might be more uh, in, in, in inclined to get into a relationship because they're in a good self, they've got good self-esteem. And then, you know, you, your families might have a, a good relationship together as well. So, yeah, I, I think if everyone went from a five out of 10 to a, even an eight out of 10, in terms of their ability, the world would be a, a much better place. And um, yeah, you have to change yourself first. That's, that's that. the, the, the I, most important thing. I'm going to hang on to that quote. If you become a better person, the world becomes a better place. That's it. That's my that's my quote from Javon Mathru for today. Thank you very much. <laughs> I just want to, um, if you could just tell the listeners where to find you and um, what to find, that would be great. So we can share it with them. Yeah. So at this point, as I said, the second book isn't out as yet. So that's more than likely going to be the end of the year um, as I said it's an interactive copy so it's your personal copy and you, you can write and annotate over it and maybe review the answers back and say well actually am I on track for that five-year plan and, and and sort of review it on that basis the what other is book, that one called um so it's not got a name as yet I'm oh okay finish, it's not with a because I've asked this question before what's the name of the book and it's a bit like when a baby's born. Sometimes something has to be created first, then you name it afterwards. So I agree. I think, I think that's going to be the case where it's going to be finished. I'm going to have a read through, obviously myself, and think, oh, what would be the best way to explain the content and the application of the book? So I've got a few ideas, but it's probably going to be close to the time where that's named. The first book, Become a Personal Value, is available on Amazon, I'm sure. Um, Tammy will put some links in in the bios yeah. etc um, and as I said it's a very easy to read starter book really for, for those who want to improve their life um, as I said there's a range of topics that are split down into each individual chapter um, and and you know having read through that book you know even if you take a few two or three gems from the book you know that that's all it sometimes takes is two or three changes in your mentality and things can improve in terms of the coaching, uh, Vanquish Transformational Coaching, um, again, I'll put the website description in Great. the, um, or send it to you, I mean, he can um, yes, put it in please. bio. Um, so yeah, if you want to reach out and, you know, as I said, the initial conversation, you know, there's no charge because obviously, you know, it might be that we're not a right fit. You know, not everyone can be the right fit. It's just the way, the way of the world. Um, although everyone could deal with a, you know, could use a coach, might not necessarily be me. There might be someone else out there that's better fit for you. So, you know, I think that's what that initial conversation is for. See if we're on the right page together, essentially. Absolutely. Um, taking it from there. Well, I have completely loved our um, conversation. I could probably talk to you all day. Um, 
you know, you talked about making a connection. I feel like we definitely have. I want to have you back sometime. I think maybe after the second book, we should do this again. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and I just, you know, I, again, I want to acknowledge you for um, everybody, everything that you're doing with, you know, promoting optimism and helping people transform, transform into becoming a better person or a person of value. And I want to say, I feel like I've become at least 1% better just having this conversation. Thank you. Well, I think we've bounced off the same ideas sort of off each yes. other. Really. I mean, it's it's been kind of strange in some respects that, you know, some of the quotes you said and some of that I said have sort of interlocked and, you know, we've, we've come out with another point off the back of that. So I think that's been been really, really good. And I'd love to come back on the show, as you've said. That yeah, would be great. The second book would be obviously a good shout. That would be great. All right. It was wonderful talking to you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on. Your Shield, an app which allows you, the user, to be in complete control of what word activates it and who is coming to your aid. You program the word. You program your alert partners. Once you utter the word, it will begin recording and tracking your location and help will be on the way and your assailant will never know. Your Shield, available on the App Store.